Episode of Straight Out Sunrise Panthers Nation podcast, and let me tell you, it has been a hefty while since I have came out with an episode, and not because I do not love doing it, but um, it was nice to have a break as the things started to die down. But let me tell you, we have missed a lot um, over the last bit, and if you've seen our most recent Instagram post capturing everything that we've missed, recapping everything um, over the the period of time that we missed, and um, just uh, so much going on within the Panther Nation and um, Florida Panthers news. And um, we'll cover all that in, in the upcoming episode here. It's just going to be myself today as I recap everything that's that's gone on and um, hearing my takes on, on the different uh, scenarios and what, what's gone on. It's, that's a really cool episode today because I'm uh, currently um, in the rink um, right before one of my own, my own practices. So it's... Uh, a cool little change as I get to uh, to kind of set up shop in the uh, the arena before I hit the ice myself and kind of take care of uh, take care of business and then uh, hit the ice. So I hope really, really hope you guys enjoy this one and let's get right into it. All right, so an episode to recap everything that has happened with the Florida Panthers over the last several months, and I don't even know where to start. I'm looking back. A couple more, a couple of weeks ago, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself and a couple of my, a couple of my buddies that that helped me edit and work with with Straight Out of Sunrise, and I'm, we're thinking to ourselves, there's so much that has happened, we don't even know where to start with this, and that's why we're just going, we're just going uh, right right in uh, right into the thick of it here, as we we just want to di- dissect everything that has happened. Um, as quickly and efficiently as possible so we can start coming out with more more content for you guys. But um, the President's Trophy. Is the President's Trophy curse a real thing? We've seen the Florida Panthers um, have one of the most successful seasons in franchise history. Um, and claim, like we said, claiming that, that President's Trophy. And was it all that good for them? We saw how incredibly dominant the Florida Panthers were um, throughout the entire season, um, having the best record in the NHL, but starting to plummet at the end as they, although they were missing um, some some key players within those those tough games, and just but it just almost seemed like the dynamic had changed um, a little bit, and missing Aaron Ekblad for that final stretch, and um, just kind of the cards starting to to fold fold and unwind and. And not in the in the favor of the Florida Panthers, and it showed as they got into their series, um, as we'll, we'll talk about winning Florida Panthers, taking on and beating the Washington Capitals in the first round. What an incredible series that was! Taking on Alex Ovechkin, Nicholas Backstrom, um, the 2018 Cup champions, and um, how well the Florida Panthers handled themselves despite losing a couple of games um but unfortunately that was not the same story um same story different ending with the tampa bay lightning as the tampa bay lightning 
continue to be a thorn in the Florida Panthers side as they had a tremendous run once again, making it to the Stanley Cup final and losing to the or to the Colorado Avalanche um, in, a, in a very well-fought series. But what happened? What was the reason the Florida Panthers were so dominant in the regular season but couldn't put it together? And that is what Bill Zito has tried to figure out in the, in the wonderful management team that the Florida Panthers have um, and what they've done over recent years is, and what we're going to talk about moving forward in this episode is what Bill Zito's done um, with the players he's moved and with the players he's brought in. Um, and it, it's, it's a start. You, you get your foot in the door um, with winning a, your first round since 1996. Um, you're getting your foot in the door with more playoff experience, getting your, getting your guys like Anton Lundell and Sasha Barkov tested in the playoffs again, um, but also having those veteran guys like Patrick Hornquist um, who, who don't stop during, during times like those. So it'll really be interesting how they handle themselves with the new guys they've brought in. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about moving forward and who Florida has lost in free agency and who have they brought in, and what has it done to their team? And um, what can it do for them in a seven-game series? And what it can do for them um, during the regular season, and if it can transfer, and who can get hot, and what players can get hot, and what who can contribute at the right time. So we'll start, we'll, we'll start moving on here from, from the playoffs. The Florida Panthers lose four games, like we talked about, getting swept by the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, after winning their first round uh, against the Washington Capitals. So, like you said, a foot in, a foot in the door. Um, but a lot of things changed. Andrew Brunette, who is the interim head coach, no longer the head coach, finding himself an assistant uh, coaching job in New Jersey. And Bill Zito bringing in uh, one of the most experienced um, coaches in the NHL in Paul Maurice. And a lot of people look at this move around the league, uh, a lot of fans, a lot of analysts, and they say and think to themselves, is this, is this the right move for the Florida Panthers? You've got all that talent and you're bringing in a coach, um, which a lot of people claim that hasn't had a lot of playoff success. And that's where um, on, that st- on that standpoint, I'm going to disagree with, with that and say Paul Maurice can take this team to a different level. Um, obviously dealing with, with past troubles and in, in coaching and the, the difficult situation with the Joel Quinville uh, scenario. And um, and then Andrew Burnett have to, having to take on a, uh, a wagon of a team and try to steer them in the right direction, right? So you bring in Paul Maurice, one of the most experienced coaches, um, one of the most tenured coaches in the NHL, um, and putting him in the driver's seat of a very skilled team. And what this can do for the Florida Panthers, um, the guys like Barkov and Paul Murray said it when, when in, in his interviews that this team can score, this team uh, can do incredible things offensively. And he said, I'm not looking to change that. He goes, I love that. He goes, well, what we're going to do is we're going to make sure we can do um, – we can take care of things in, in both both ends of the ice to su- to sum that up, um, not the direct quote, but pretty close to what he's uh, 
he's getting after and that he wants the Florida Panthers to play an incredible offensive game, but an incredible two-way game at that, helping out your goaltender because um, you know Sergei Bobrovsky, Spencer Knight, will make the saves when you need them to make the saves, um, but with a strong defensive team in front of them and also a team that can put put uh, five goals in the back of the net per game. It's uh, it's something that Paul Maurice wants to to bring this team uh, into into a certain playing style and keeping them at that fast fast paced game as you've seen how quick and how good the Florida Panthers are in the offensive zone, but also uh, also being accountable in the, the defensive zone. So you bring in you bring in Paul Maurice um, and you out out the door go all Samuelson and Derek McKenzie and keeping. Uh, Tumo Rutu around. Um, Bill Zito brought him in um, just last season, and uh, he he seems he seems to know what he wants. Um, as he he made some made some uh, moves this off season, really tough with what he had to do with the cap, but getting things done. Um, maybe not what people thought should have been done with the Florida Panthers, um, losing key guys. And after trading for for uh, huge packages with guys like Claude Giroux and Ben Chirot and losing those guys to free agency, as well as a huge piece, um, lose a guy like Mason Marshmont, um, who got a huge payday in Dallas. Big props to him. Um, but you lose a guy like that, and it's it's definitely a gut, gut punch for sure. And you saw what he did in contributing to the Florida Panthers and what guys like that can do. And like I said, in my eyes, that is the Florida Panthers' biggest loss this offseason um, is losing a guy like Mason Marshmont um, to the big pay paydays. And, and, and like like I said, big props to him. Guys like Cole Drew who, who uh, have earned their have earned their pay and um, Mush definitely, uh, definitely earned that one. Um, but you take a look. Um, at the Florida Panthers offseason, and and Bill Zito has just has not taken those those things lying down. He's he's made a splash himself, you may say, and we'll get into the the big uh, the big trade, big transaction uh, later on in the episode. But what he did, um, bringing in small pieces, but that can make a difference um, within a seven game series and throughout the year that can just keep going and. Um, Bill Zito finding finding underlying guys that know how to get it done, um, and guys that may not have been having the success or getting the chance in their old teams, um, but giving it, giving them a chance to kind of respark and reignite um, what they what they're able to really do and let their true true colors shine through. So um, you really hope, and I truly believe that these these players that. He brought in Colin White, Nick Cousins, Rudolph Balsers, Michael Delzato, Mark Stahl. The list goes on and on. Um, Anton Leftechi, um from the Finnish, Finnish League, leading the league on points this year. Guys like those that uh, Bill Zito is just, um, he's going to give them the chance. And now with the new coach of, of Paul Maurice, giving them a, a playing style of, of guys that would like to work hard, that want to be there. Um, that can put the puck in the back of the net, but can also um, play a 60-minute tilt um, seven games in a row and uh, not be done yet. So 
and play an entire season and um, battle for every puck and every every opportunity given. So it, it's it's really uh, really something Bill Zito has really accomplished with his time um, and his tenure with Florida thus far. The guys like Carter Verhage and Anthony Duclair and Gustav Forsling that um, have just just done terrific jobs since since coming to Florida and really finding a home and where they can play and being given the opportunities by by the coaching staff and it'll be so interesting to see um, what now uh, an experienced coach like Paul Maurice and a really uh, wise hockey mind um, what he can do with with the Florida Panthers and um, all those guys there and especially the new guys coming in um, and then you look you look at the big the big thing that went down, you have two uh, 2023 unrestricted free agents and Jonathan Huberto and Mackenzie Weger. And for the longest time, um, the the verdict was um, Bill Zito was hoping to uh, ink Jonathan Huberto an extension, talking to both agents of Mackenzie Weger and Jonathan Huberto to, to figure something out before the season starts, much like uh, what happened with Barkoff last season. Um, and finding a deal that works that's for both the player and the team and long-term success. And um, that time, this time, it was not the story. Uh, and then you look uh, across um, in Western Canada and you see a guy, an unrestricted free agent who um, pulled the trigger of requesting a trade and giving uh, uh, Brad Trevling a list of teams he wanted to go to and, and Florida Panthers had to been on the top of that list as um, they made it, they wasted no time as well as, as what they could get in return. So the trade, if you're not familiar and I'm sure if you're tuning in, you are, you are pretty familiar with, with what happened with the blockbuster trade of sending um, restricted free agent who the Panthers ended up signing um, restricted free agent, Matthew to Chuck, to the Florida Panthers, um, which the Florida Panthers then did sign for nine and a half million for eight more years. So the Panthers got him locked up long-term. Matthew Tuchuk having an incredible year, um, top 10 in the league for points. Um, as He had an incredible year, but you look at the man that was going the other way, um, and Jonathan Huberto tied for second in the league with 115, and then you got Matthew Tuchuk with 104. And you'd think that trade would be one for one um, being enough. But then you see going the other way as a sweetener, um, as um, Jonathan Hooper was an unrestricted free agent. So in the likes that he didn't return to um, the Calgary Flames, that they would to get something else as well in case he would leave. So they also acquired um, all-star defenseman uh, Mackenzie Weger, a 2025 for or 2025 first round pick, um, as well as a, um, as well as prospect Cole Schwint, um, in that deal. So it ended up being Matthew Tuchuk, a sixth round pick to Florida, um, in exchange for Jonathan Hubriel, Mackenzie Weger, um, Cole Schwint, and a first round pick. So, um, you take a look at that, and my initial thoughts were not very i was not very pleased um obviously long long time panther in um jonathan huberto 
um, being one of the debatably one of the best Panther players to ever put on a Panther uniform um, and what he's done for this, this team over the last 11 years, um, being hits here since day one, being through the thick and thin of what the Florida Panthers franchise has been through and what they've done, him and Barkoff and Ekblad been, being through it all. And just like that, um, without, without knowing that um, game four against the Tampa Bay Lightning would be his last. Uh, and that, that happened to be the story, uh, as well as trading um, all-star defenseman, um, fan favorite, and my cousin, and uh, Mackenzie Weger to the Calgary Flames as well, um, as well as um, prospect Cole Schwint, and then that first-round pick. So a lot of, obviously a lot of emotional ties to both Mackenzie Weger and Matthew Tuchuk within, our, within the Florida Panther fan base. Um, but then you look at what you're getting in return, and you're getting in a hundred point um, goal or hundred point score in Matthew Tuchuk, a guy that can hit, a guy that can fight, a guy that can score, um, a guy that can pass, a guy that can do everything you need him to do, um, and that is something the Panthers have thrived on. You see um, guys like Sam Bennett that he brought in from Bill Zito brought in from Calgary and. You you re you reunite those two, um, and putting a guy like that beside either Barkoff or with Verhage and or Lundell or Reinhardt and what he can do to this team, um, and giving Florida Panthers more of that intimidation, more of that um, oh shit I'm playing the Florida Panthers tonight type of mentality um, when teams walk into your building, um, and you got players along the line of. Radko Gudis, Mark Stahl, um, Ryan Lomberg, Matthew Chuck, Sam Bennett. The list goes on and on of, of guys you don't want to play against on the Florida Panthers. And in a seven-game series as well, Matthew Tuchuk has, has, has seen a lot of playoff experience, um, at least a little bit more than what, what the Florida Panthers have been through. Um, so hopefully he's bringing that over as well as pairing him up with one of the most experienced coaches uh, in the NHL, um, what this can do for the Florida Panthers. And you look at the extension that Jonathan Huberto got, and I can't be more than happy for him at receiving an eight-year, $10.5 million contract. And you can't be hap- more happy for Hoobs um, getting the payday he deserves. Um, and hopefully Mackenzie Weger. Uh, uh, earning himself one as well uh, very shortly um, wouldn't be a sh- surprise to anyone um, and then you look at um, guys along the line of um, Cole Schwent who has played in Charlotte and then that first round pick but you're getting Matthew Tuchuk you signed Matthew Tuchuk for 8 years at 9.5 million um, and you're getting him throughout his entire prime together with Sasha Barkov and Jonathan Huberto, an incredible player. And looking at it right now, Jonathan Huberto may be the better player, maybe the better player. Um, and maybe for the next two, two to three years, but you look at year four and five 
and six and seven and eight of Matthew Tachuk's contract, and you're getting him throughout his entire prime and until he's uh, in his early 30s. And then you look at a guy like Jonathan Huberto, and you're getting Jonathan Huberto until he's 38 at $10.5 million. And it's no knock on Jonathan Huberto because it happens to everyone. You've seen some of the, the great players of Jonathan Taze and John Tavares still at high contracts, but now starting to come back and and nip some of those teams in the bud, bud a little bit as, as they need the money. And um, a guy at 38 that can still play, but is he worth $10.5 million? That's that's the real question. Is Jonathan Huberto worth ten and a half million from thirty five to thirty eight years old? And I think Jonathan Huberto will always be an incredible player. Um, he works hard. His hockey IQ is through the roof, um, and he is one of the best wingers and playmakers this league has seen in a long time. Um, and I wish him all the best in Florida, as I do my cousin, Mackenzie Weger and Cole Schwent. And um, hopefully they benefit from those guys as well. Not too much that the Florida Panthers aren't uh, taking home some hardware in the near future, but uh, I always want to see the fellow or the uh, the former uh, Florida Panthers, especially guys like Mackenzie Weger and Jonathan Hero. So you look, take a look at that. And like I said, and, and kind of dissected it there, you're getting one guy throughout his entire prime at nine and a half million, or you're getting a guy towards the end of his um, his excellence um, at ten and a half million. So you got one at nine and a half, one at ten and a half, and it's. Um, I guess we'll see how it unfolds. It's a tough look now that the Panthers do lose a, a star defenseman, Mackenzie Weger, and how incredible. Um, as one of the best defensive pairings in the NHL of, of Mackenzie Weger and Aaron Ekblad. But you take a look and what that does now, um, and what does it do? It gives guys like Gustav Forslund, who have excelled over the last two years with getting the opportunities, and especially when Ekblad got hurt, stepping in and filling a big role, as did Mackenzie Weger. Um, but Gustav Forslund getting a chance to be a big deal and play a big role for the Florida Panthers, as he's done, but now filling even bigger shoes. And then that leaves room for guys like Lucas Carlson, who's still a young, um, uprising defenseman that could do something for the Florida Panthers. Uh, you look at guys like Brandon Montour, um, who are incredibly skilled, but maybe just need another uh, little uh, step up too and a little bit more shoes and space to fill. Um, and then you look at guys that are, are going to play the more physical game and, and character game on your back end of, of Mark Stahl and Radko Gudis and um, Michael Delzato, who they brought in as well. Some, some more veteran veteran presence guys. So you, you it'll be interesting to see what these guys can do for the Florida Panthers um, and what shoes these guys can fill. And saying that, um, it'll be interesting to see um, with guys along the line on the offensive offensive uh, side of things like Anton Lundell and Rudolph Balsers and um, Nick Cousins and Colin White and what they can do 
Um, obviously, Anton Lindell proved a lot this year, but that was his rookie season. And what we could see from Anton Lindell moving forward, um, I know a lot of Panther fans are excited for that and what he can bring um, to the Florida Panthers um, moving forward. And he's just only going to get better from, from where he's at right now. And I know, I know, like I said, like a lot of people are, a lot of people are excited for that. So that covers, uh, that covers that crazy transaction of moving um, to Panther, um, to Panther legends. Um, obviously Jonathan Huberto, like we said, um, doing, did a lot for this, this group and uh, couldn't, couldn't thank him, thank him uh, more than that. But that right there, um, brings us to where things have started to mellow out a bit. And there's still a lot of questions on, um, what does the Florida Panthers decor to look like? Like we talked about, we gave you some names there and who's going to play with who. And, um, and a lot of questions on what is the first line going to look like? What is the second line? You saw Jonathan Huberto playing on that second line with, with Sam Bennett and Anthony Duclair for most of the year. And then you look at Anthony Duclair currently, um, and he is out till um, projectedly uh, mid-season with with his Achilles injury. So it'll be interesting to see who fills that hole. Um, and it's going to be interesting. Can guys um, like Grigory Denisenko fill a roster spot this season? Um, or a guy like Anton Levtechi coming over from the Finnish Elite League um, and one of Barkov's closest friends um, from Tampera um, and what they can do for this Florida Panthers team, what real wo- uh, roles they can fill um, and what they can do for this Florida Panthers team moving forward. So that pretty much covers everything we have right now. We're going to get into a lot more things uh, moving forward as the season kicks up, as training camp, we get into training camp and rookie camp and, uh, it's going to be so cool to see who makes the roster, who's, who's, uh, what's opening night going to be looking like, and as we get into our preseason, our training camp, um, the list goes on, um, and a very exciting um, season ahead of the Florida Panthers and ahead of the Panther Nation, as we're really excited to be back, to be back with uh, the content and everything else. So continue to keep on checking in on Twitter and Instagram at Straight Outta Sunrise, um, and you know where to find us on Spotify, Google Plays, SoundCloud, um, etc. The list goes on. Um, we're on YouTube as well now, and you can find everything in our link tree on on, uh, on Instagram and Twitter. So, and until next time, let's go Cats. <laughs>